0: Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 98 and today's topic is Power Book 2 Ghost, episode 1 of season 2, Free Will is Never Free. This episode is what I like to call a filler episode. Not a filler, but more of a continuation filler, shall I say. Um, It wasn't really strong, but I don't knock that because it was the first episode, and you know, it has to kind of get us back on track, um, catch us us up from how season one ended. So, it kind of just was letting us know where everybody was at, and continuing from the day of after Jabari's murder. So, it was pretty good, not too strong, but, you know, leading us on into what's about to come. So have a seat sit back and enjoy this breakdown dissect like we do on this platform and let's go ahead and start another 10 week journey of the power universe (laughs) we had a ball recapping power book three raising Canaan. um like i've said before so far with the power universe How I, you know, watch them all. I support everything 50 does. This platform supports the whole 50 Cent brand. That man, his whole career inspires me for what I'm trying to do with my writing and everything. But Power Book 3 was my favorite. Um, The Power Universe, season one and season two of the original Power, oh my gosh, straight fire. Three and four was two. um, Five kind of, you know, it wasn't so strong and six wasn't as strong, but you know, that happens with the series. It still was good, but Power Book, I mean, Power, the original Power, season one and season two, oh my God, every episode, just straight fire. Three and four was pretty good too, just not as strong as those two, but it's it's like that in every show. Um, Five and six, they were good, but just weren't like my favorite, but Power Book two, I'm invested. And I'm gonna support it, it's good. But if I'm rating it, I loved it raising Canaan, I love that era. Like, I loved it raising Canaan. Um, BMF, baby, I just did the season finale recap earlier. Um, make sure you guys check that out. I broke down eight weeks of every episode. I mean, BMF. That's my favorite too, but I'm biased. I'm Michigan. I'm sorry, you know what I'm saying, (laughs) but also, um. PowerBook 2 is good. I'm gonna be here for the 10 week journey, so please sit back, come and listen to my recaps because I will do them every week. After that, he's dropping force the Tommy version. We're gonna be recapping that. He just announced he's doing Narcos version of the Flores Brothers who work for Al Chapo. We're definitely gonna get into that if you're into Narcos this platform. Oh, we fuck with Narcos Heavy. I have broke down every single episode of Narcos. So if you, you know, haven't watched Narcos, you can go watch it. Come back. Check out my recaps. I mean, I did Narcos Colombia, Narcos Mexico. We did the documentaries. I am, I mess with Narcos Heavy. Um, Then after that, he's um going to do the... <clears throat> What is he going to do after that? He just signed up for the Snoop Dogg when he did when he was on the murder was the case when he did that soundtrack in the murder trial he had in 1994. Um, He's going to do a show about that. 50 just he ain't stopping. Then he signed up, and I forgot to announce this earlier, he's going to do a BMF docu-series. So this will be based off of what really happened, because if you look at the documentaries that's out on BMF, even the one I recap, that's more coming from the law enforcement side. The DAs, the police, the detectives, all of those—that's their version. He's gonna do another version, so I'm totally invested in that, and we'll be recapping that as well. So, you know, fifty keeping us busy over here. I am currently out of town, so uploads will be slower this week. Um, I did announce earlier we're going to start our Snowfall series breakdown next week. So we will definitely have that out next week. We're going to start season four. So you guys got time to catch up. It's Thanksgiving week, so if you got a couple days off and, you know, you're just not getting out, there's a lot going on right now. You might just want to kick it around the house. If you haven't got into Snowfall, I'm telling you, Man, Snowfall is the shit. It's, it's like one of the best uh, shows out right now. And it's on Hulu every episode. If you don't have Hulu, if you download it, the first month is free. After that, I think you can get the cheapest version for like 5 dollars So make sure you guys check that out. I think I ran my mouth enough. Um, didn't have too many church announcements, just things I'm working on and shows I will be covering. So, you know, this week's content will be a little slow just because I'm out of town, but we'll do our normal weekly recaps. I'll get Queens out Wednesday. They um, did, did BMF earlier, so make sure you guys check out that season finale. I'm telling you, if I'm scale one to 10, BMF, I rated it a 10. I rated it a 10. Every episode was fired to me. So check those out. And that's pretty much it. If you um, want to follow me on social media, Facebook, Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews. If you need to email me for anything, Alicia Shanice Reviews, 13 at gmail.com. And I have made all of my music playlists public on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, even if you don't have it downloaded, it's free. And I got you covered on music. All you got to do is type in Shanice Loves and you will see all of my music playlists. Every genre for every mood you in. I got you. So on that note, let's get into the show and talk Power Book 2 Ghost. Name is Shanice and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one Um, so like I said, I don't um really wanna s- pretty much score this episode. It wasn't really strong. Um, I look at it like it was a continuation. And, you know, not a filler, because, you know, a filler episode that more fills in everything that we've been asking throughout the season, and brings everything together. This is more like just catching us up on what what happened on the season finale, the season finale, we've seen a lot. But, this is kind of like wrapping it up and I'm sure they'll get more into deep into the storylines next episode. I'm predicting next next episode probably will be a little stronger. But this was just catching us up with the characters, reminding us of everything that happened cuz you know after you you're off for a year, not you know in filming kind of forget the storyline so let's not be too hard on this i've seen a lot of people giving it like a five and a four i'm not gonna go that far you know <laughs> so it opens up and we see Tariq. he um he's dreaming and he wakes up from like a startled nightmare and this of him killing jabari he wakes up and we see that he has stayed the night over big mama's house um we see yes, she's screaming in there, she's in there trying to cook breakfast, she almost caught the kitchen on fire, so we go in there like, "Yes, you know, and we ain't seen Lil yes in a while, and she is growing up. Um, uh, We see Tariq is very overprotective over her, he's there for her, He like, it's okay, I got you, yes. um... It's cool, you know, people make mistakes. You're a kid. Where's Big Mama at? And Big Mama come out there and we see a whole different Big Mama. (laughs) We don't see the same spunky lady who we have seen out of the original power for the first five seasons or Power Book 2, you know, even it looks like a little bit of dementia going on with a little bit of drinking. You know, it's a lot. And her world has flipped upside down as well because When you think about it, Tasha had been married to Ghost since she was a young girl. And with the money he was bringing in, they took care of her. All that money and shit gone now. So, you seen how she acted when they read the will off and Tasha didn't get anything. and He only offered to pay her um, rent for a year. (laughs) So, you know, her whole life has changed. And then now Tasha is in, she went to prison face was plattered all over tv and a newspaper now she's in wit sack. so you know that'll cause somebody to drink but hey got to get it together you raise a baby yes even though she probably feel like hey i raised my kids but i have a feeling i don't know if she's sick or they're trying to work like a dementia storyline in and possibly Tariq will get custody of her i'm wondering where they're going with that but i would love to see more screen time with yes because for the series of the original power, it was like, where is that baby at? Because it was always about to wreak, you know, and then when Raina's death hit, you never seen too much of the baby. And, you know, I kind of wasn't feeling that storyline. I understand what they were trying to do. They were trying to wrap it up where, you know, it was no longer a power show it was more of a Tariq. so you know you did have to get rid of tasha um natari naughton is off doing her thing with queens i recap that every week as well um <clears throat> but i'm just like if y'all was gonna do that she could at least took the baby with her but you know i, I just didn't like tasha send off i think thought they could have been done a little better but i do understand i'm wanting to leave it open in case she comes back because tasha is a big character of the power universe and we also seen you know, um, Big Mama like, she can cook? Hell, I cooked at that age. So did your mama. <laughs> so, and she's like, and when did you get here? He like, Big Mama, remember, I came, I stayed the night last night. So, you know, he mentioned to his sister, like, she's been drinking and she like, it's getting worse. So, he could have snuck over there to get a little alibi in. Because the day it picked up from when it left off the day after he killed Jabari. So, you know. Go to your grandmama house and you can use that as an alibi. So we go into the next scene and we go into Monet, Monet's house. Now, I don't know what the hell is up with the music that they're playing, but let's hope we never hear it again. Because I wasn't fear hearing a little dun, 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 like, is it supposed to be Halloween where it's creeping us out? No, this, this ain't it. take the music out Courtney (laughs) I love you Courtney Kim though (laughs) you inspire me but take the music out yeah nice try but we ain't feeling the music so we go into um Monet's world and we see she is straight paranoid remember she killed the plug at the was that the season finale, I believe, of uh season one, she killed the plug. So now she is paranoid. And then remember they got shot up. And at first she was thinking it was Rico's crew, but it actually was Tommy and he was after Tasha. But she just got a lot. Uh Zeke been shot, so you know, she paranoid, she put a gat out, she going downstairs, and it's Drew. Drew is down there whimpering and, and, and whining and got an attitude because he didn't been shot. So most of them, she's like, You need help? No. I don't want to get shot again. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I know you've been shot at all, bro, but <laughs> how many people have y'all killed in this family and you acting like a damn baby because you didn't got hit in the arm? Um, never mind. But he mad at Monet. He blaming Monet for him being shot. Uh, Diana you know she's like the neutralizer in the family. Uh she's neutral with Monet, Kane, Drew. You know, she's like the, the the baby girl, the neutral one of the family. So he needs his bandages changed and he's very standoffish with his mom, so he like Diana will do it for me. But that was that. So Monella, hey. all right. We also go to the next scene and we see Kane. Is him, Lil Wop. Y'all remember Lil Wop? He was from the other crew last season. And we got a new character, Mecca. And I got a feeling Mecca's character is going to be pretty interesting this season. So when they walking out, they kind of like talking. And then Kane like, yeah, you don't, you don't know my pops? And then Tejada, he like, oh, I think I heard of him. Where he at now? So it's something up with Mecca. If you were in the game like that, you know who the hell Tejada is. We're going to... We're gonna see what Mecca up to. Mecca up to something, but he can't be DEA or you know, he might be an informant at most, but not he ain't law enforcement because when the two dudes rolled up to roll down on a little wop for basically being a trader, um Mecca he he turned one of their lights off. <laughs> he got rid of them real quick. So Kane like, okay, all right. I guess he is down, I guess he is who we say he is. So we get into the next scene and we go over to the college and we see uh, Professor Carrie. She is sitting there because they're getting ready to start the little seminar that they have planned and Jabari is supposed to be over it. But she hasn't heard from him. So she's calling him, leaving them messages like, Jabari, where are you? The students are here we're ready to start. And this is not like him. So basically, she has to take over the class. And they go in there and they have a nice discussion about free will. We got the girl up in there. I got on one who funny as hell. I love her, <laughs> like real smart, educated. You know, from the hood, and she's talking about her free will and how she made, you know, her own decision. You know, she she, she changed her will. Like she didn't. She was born born in one predicament, but look where she's at now. She beat all the odds of the stereotypes, and we got the little smart mouth ass hoe up in there who being sarcastic with her Tariq, and then Tariq talk about free will. So we got a good dynamic discussion, and you got Tariq you know, hold down the knowledge or whatever, because we got to remember Tariq is very smart because remember Ghost and Tasha had money and they had him and into the best schools. They had him off even at Choke. That's like one of the best schools. So he is, you know, even Tariq is Tariq, of course, but he is very highly educated. He was always at the best schools and then he got really good grades. So we know he's smart. Um, We go into the next scene and we see Councilman Tate. Now, Councilman Tate kind of fell off. Hell, he ain't got nowhere to go. He's living with his big brother. I'm loving that they brought the two brothers on. Again, they are blood brothers in real life and then they're playing brothers in the show. I think that's amazing. I'm loving how they're doing this in, you know, Power Universe. On how we got the Harris brothers in BMF, and then here we got, you know, the Tate brothers. So, he basically telling Tate, like, you got to get off my damn couch and go take a shower. And, you know, I know you upset you didn't get governor, but you need to get back on your feet, bruh. You know, we see Tate drinking. And I was a little confused because even though he lost, it seemed like he was back on his feet a little bit at the end of season one. So, not season one, but um, power book No, the original power after they killed ghost and then you know he blew up his ghost new girlfriend spot it seemed like he had got back in position but maybe he fell off now but we know he on his way back so you know he kind of give him love kicking ass to get him off his feet you know get him get him up off your feet sometimes you got to give tough love so we get into the next scene and we get Monet and Diana. They go on a little shopping spree and Diana and there trying on dresses. She picked out a beautiful dress. Looked at very nice and Monet looked and she like, "Take it off." <laughs> Monet a trip, child. Monet is a trip, but I'm going to let y'all know right now because it's my first time covering Power Book 2. I'm a little biased when it comes to Mary. Him, yeah, Mary Music and got me through some shit, you So we're going to forgive her. <laughs> but Monet is a trip. But every time I look at Monet, when I be getting ready to say something about her character, I'll be like, you know what? That's Mary. Let me put some respect on Mary name. So... You know what I'm saying? They go ahead and they load up everything. They they buying all type of shit out the store. But what they doing is that they going back to the stash spot. They swiping it all out for the product because it's easier to move that way. And then we also see Diana is in a car with all the work. And then when the cops pull up, Diana, she used that game her mama taught her and sweet talked the cop and Monet is nervous. And when she makes it to the car, she like, what did he say? She said, oh, I did what you told me, mama. And one thing we can tell with Diana is she wants her mother's approval. She wants to make her mother's proud, you know, her mother proud. And every time she almost gets there, it's like she'll show that love, but then she kind of put on that hardcore mean act as well so um, we can see that Diana really wants to prove herself to her mother that she's a she can be where her mother wants her to be which is an adult game but okay So we get into the next scene and we see Tariq. He goes with Brayden to his family. You know, um, They kind of talk at school and Brayden has them go. He's like, man, I need you there because if if you don't go, they're going to be all on me about what I need to do. I need to do this. So, you know, you take a friend and hopefully your family will just lay off of you for a little bit. But when, when he gets there, we can already tell what type of upper echelon family he comes from. You know, the name itself rings bells in New York. And, you know, that privileged, rich family with a lot of old secrets, we can tell. We can tell us a lot of history there. We meet the guy, Rick, who is like one of his dad's old college buddies. So he's like an old family friend. And um, that's probably going to tie Tate councilman Tate into this character because he wants his position so he kind of like tries to belittle Tariq like oh you know your predicament and all this stuff and then he's like oh no I'm actually going to school off my dad's trust and he's like who was your dad oh St. Patrick he like oh I knew him heard about all the rumors so he's trying to like belittle Tariq make him feel like he's lesser than them and Tariq get the you know Speaking at real shit, talking about the opiates and shit, and he didn't want to hear about that. <laughs> but Rick is definitely going to be a problem. You've seen that they were talking about the book of secrets and you know how you had to be a part of this to go through this book. So that's going somewhere. They didn't bring that in for nothing. His family is supposed to be powerful. Last name ring bells, especially for that college. So I'm sure that's going to be a lot of secrets to come out. And one thing about the upper echelon rich family members or families you know and like the background that they come from it's always a lot of dark secrets it's always a lot of dark secrets that you would never guess and that they would kill to protect (laughs) so we get into the next scene and they're in the park and they find Jabari's body um it looked like he had been out there longer than a day whoever did that makeup artist uh they had him well it's saw the same franchise but remember in bmf when they brought out J mo's body out of the water they had jabari looking you know like he had been out there for a while but it's only one day later and they kind of was like you know when they pull out his ID, they're like, you know, this is the guy, this is the professor. And he's a non-professor because, remember, he's an author as well. So, they're like, he was investigating the murder at the college. This has to be connected. So, it's going to lead back to investigating at the school, especially when later on in the episode when they out the phone of whoever he texted last and it went to Tariq. So, yeah, and we also constantly see throughout this episode, Tariq is trying to get a hold of his mother, and he's unable to catch up with her, He's un- she's not responding, uh, he's getting worried, he needs to talk to her, he needs her advice, he needs to tell her about her mom, yes, it all, and he goes into... Um, Dave McLean's office and we see hell the perfect duo they a match now we got him as sex and in the damn uh you know they partners now so you know they about to be a mess but we also seen David McClain is using sex for something bigger I'll get to that shortly but he calls him like I need you to find my mom and you know first sex is like yeah my good brother how are you doing it's like man cut that shit out <laughs> but yeah he tells him that you know he'll see what he can do but of course he's gonna charge by the second not the minute the second child we get into the next scene and we see um councilman tate is ready to get back in the game he didn't got dressed he going back out there he's trying to meet with people in that world so he can try to get back in there and you know they ain't trying to hear Tate, but Tate gonna get back on his feet. He goes to meet Dude and Dude too busy complaining about being a girl that to talk about business. He ain't really trying to hear nothing Tate saying, but Tate basically knows he needs to get dirt on Rick Sweeney, who is the guy who was at Brayden's home, who was the, the play uncle, old family friend so we get into the next scene and we see professor carrie she is on the phone with like her counselor remember in season one she kept talking to a lady about her addiction she's like addicted to sex i believe and we've seen that uh through last season her and jabari then her and zeke and whatever um but she's talking about how she's done dealing with Zeke Child. She's done dealing with Jabari. She's about to meet up with one of her ex who, you know, she knew when she worked in law enforcement and he's different and she's ready for a grown man. But when she meets up with him, we see it's the same detective who is working the Jabari's case. And he's acting like he's taking her out for a coffee and a date, but instead he takes her to the morgue. And I'm like, what? you know so she sees jabari and she gets to breaking down and he asking her questions like oh you were emotional was this more you know i know how you are and she like what the hell this can turn from a date to a, you know a death scene to now an interrogation no you gonna have to speak to my lawyer so she busts out of there real quick so that's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out but we see that detective is going to be a trip throughout the series we also get to the next scene, and we see Monet. She is meeting with Drew and Diana, talking about Zeke's future and how they're ready to get out the business. And, you know, they're going to go ahead and let Zeke get drafted. Drew going to be his um, road manager. She going to be the all-time manager. And Diana going to be the publicist. As hell, She done gave them all positions and went on and drafted Zeke herself. She didn't chose everybody's career path, you <laughs> So, you know, we can tell Drew ain't really feeling it. Diana's kind of like, huh? Drew's like, oh, so Zeke, he the new product? So (laughs) it's a lot going on there. But we see Monet just, she ain't ain't really thinking. Uh, It seemed like she just ready to get out the game. You know, she had protection from the cops. Who she had been sleeping with. Kane, killed him. And Drew got shot. She didn't kill the plug. Everything is just all over the place. So it's like more panic talking than reality. So we go into the next scene. And we see by now the whole school that found out about Jabari. You know, I hit their cell phones all at once. Even Monet them got the alert. So, by this time, Tariq is back in his room. Lauren comes in there. She's very emotional, very distraught. At first, I was like, was she having a secret affair with him? Because she looked overly hurt. Um, and she like, you act like you don't even care. And he like, well, I saw my sister get gunned down. My dad got killed. My best friend got killed, which is slim uh Kanan. <laughs> and i lost my god which was keisha and my god dad which is tommy because tommy don't like him no more so he like i don't know how to cry no more to be honest so you know they have a nice little bonding moment you can tell they were about to get the you know getting it on but Kane caught and he like i gotta go so you can tell she's hurt and he's brushed her off a few times like this but she'll be back um Courtney Kemp already said, don't get used to Tariq being with one girl. It's going to be like a weird love, like not a weird, but like a love connection with him and Effie because he's going to have like this connection with Effie and with Diana and with Lauren. And if I had my choice with him, I would say Diana might be a cool one because they're in the same little business. But then I kind of like Effie, but Effie, you got to watch her because when you piss her off, she She turned into a hurricane. She about to fuck all everything up. But Effie Moore, they, to me, they understand each other better. And Lauren, to me, they're totally opposite. So that's going to be interesting to see this little love triangle they got going on. We also see... um, when he leaves lauren he goes to meet with kane and kane is fucking paranoid because he didn't realize how much traction that killing this professor was gonna be <clears throat> and in my mind i'm thinking like you need to be more concerned about how you killed the cop because that's more than a professor and when you kill a cop ooh, that's baby but you know He didn't realize how big this professor was. He was very respected, not only professor, but also author and book writer. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, hey, he getting nervous. Uh, Monet ends up calling him, calling Tariq over for a family dinner. And Kane tells him, like, look, whatever you do, lie. Deny, deny, lie, deny, deny. (laughs) And Tariq is kind of skeptical at first, but we know Tariq do not mind telling a lie. So he goes over for dinner. She didn't whip them up some dinner. They're asking him questions about the professor. He's playing it dumb like he don't know nothing. And she telling him she need him to move some products. So he like, cool. And when him and Diana go out there, Diana kind, kind of tries to comfort him. Like, I know I'm not your mother, but I'm here um, if you need to talk. We can tell Diana is really feeling Tariq. She's been fin- feeling him since they first met. And Monet come out there like, what is you doing? Leave that boy alone. <laughs> Monet be on, on Diana, hell. I'm like, sometimes I'll be like, is Diana 14? Is she 16? Or is she like 20? Because Monet be on Diana, child. <laughs> um, we also see um, Sax and uh, Davis. they up there plotting in their office. He teaching them how to dress and All sort of other stuff like, you know, you gotta dress different. You want, you ain't working, you know for the government anymore now you got to be dressed to impress so he getting him to camera all together but then like i said it's a bigger plan for davis wanting to work with Sax because he goes to visit his brother which is red men so it's dope to see red men in the power universe now and it's good to see them two on screen together they have great brotherly chemistry and he's going to try to use the relationship with Sax to help get his brother out so i think that's going to be dope. I do believe that he's going to, you know, get out of prison. We see he's having a rough time in there. He's sick. He has a black eye. So, I can't wait to see more of Redman. He is one of my favorite rappers. We also get into another scene and Zeke goes to see Carrie Cha. This Carrie Ch- I, I don't know what to say about this professor, but I her addiction came out and she basically her and Zeke got it on and then she gets to asking a whole bunch of questions like well do you think the Tejada's had something to do with this you know your aunt threatened me and he like no <laughs> like these two and Zeke for him just to be like this hot shot basketball player he's just so I don't know Let, let's just give him another try before we go too hard on poor Zeke but last let's go to the next scene, so Zeke, he ends up going to see Monet, after, you know, his talk with Carrie, and when he talks to her, he like, did you threaten her, <laughs> so he like, hold on, did you, did you have anything to do with this professor, you know, he asking him all these questions, Monet basically like, look, fuck all that Zeke, it's time to take the baby clubs off. baby gloves off, no more cuddling you you need to go to the draft and this is for the family Hell, she don't ask him she don't you know tell him you know you should know she tells him this is how you're gonna do I planned your future out wherever you go we're going Texas Mississippi Alabama we're going (laughs) so (laughs) and I've assigned everybody a job position for your career so Zeke looking like what the so we end up going back to Cain and Cain, he goes to see Mecca and they're basically trying to prove their are to each other, you know, uh, Mecca had to prove himself to Kane when he took out Dude. Now Kane got to prove himself to Mecca. He found one of the other dudes who got away. So you know, Kane trying to be big and bad. Like, look, I don't need you to you know handle my fights. I I, I can do this shit myself. So he untied Dude. They kind of get the boxing it up. He kind of get Kane at first shit. Then Kane came him up and snapped his damn neck. And you know, Mecca's impressed. <laughs> so you're like, all right, all right and we see he leaves them for a minute and then kane finds all of his work so you know at first he come out they kind of bark at each other for a minute but kane like look you got the product you ain't got no soldiers and i got soldiers and we ready to move and work so i guess him and mecca gonna be working together so we're gonna see how that play out we get into the next scene Tariq meets up with brayden uh Tariq gives brayden a product he like look you got your new beans your last name is weston you privileged you carry this but brayden happy that Tariq is back in the game because remember at first he said he might be out so you know he invites him to go deer hunting ain't no way in hell i would have went deer hunting with this family but they go deer hunting and this was just a weird scene like Tariq is having all type of flashes. Hell, he don't want to hurt the damn deer. And, you know, when he did go towards the headshot, he thought about killing ghosts, Jabari. And then, hell, when he was running to do Rick Sweeney act, like, he wasn't even trying to shoot the deer. He was trying to shoot Tariq. Tariq. So, I'm like, this is like, some shit out of Get Out. And the Hunter story, like, child. <laughs> but Tariq was, he was running. He was running after the deer. But, yeah, it's going to be some some stuff with Rick Sweeney. And that's definitely going to tie the whole Councilman Tate in where it's probably going to be Tariq and um, Councilman Tate trying to take down the dude Rick Sweeney. So, that's going to all tie in with each other. Courtney, you know what she doing? Uh, we get into the next scene and we see Kane goes to see Monet. And he's telling her she won't even open a door for Kane. He like, look, I got a new connect. I got a new connect. I got the product. And she like, no, Kane. She she didn't even open the door. She just walked away. And he is like, fuck. Because remember, she cut Kane off. But we know he's gonna be back. He definitely gonna be back. And we also see when he's leaving, Mecca is outside watching everything. So is Mecca definitely got an ulterior motive? He you know, he got all that doping product. He could have had somebody move that. This is all a part of his plan. I'm not sure. I don't have a theory yet. I'll have to watch another episode to kind of put my little theory on what I think he wants. It's either to take over the family or maybe a pass with Monet or a pass with Tejada and trying to you know do an inside job to take the family down or take over their operation i don't know but like i said this wasn't a strong episode it was more of you know a continuation to remind us of everything that happened with the characters and next week i'm sure it'll be better you know courtney kemp she's the writer and she is amazing at what she does so i don't think she'll let us down i think this will be a strong season and you know I hope you guys tune in each week for these 10 weeks and 10 episodes of power because you know we support power universe over here that's what we do over here on this platform. so I hope you guys catch up on my BMF and enjoy I hope you guys enjoyed this recap of power book 2 and come back Wednesday I'll do my Queen's recap if you guys are in the Queens and then next week. We start our snowfall, so I am ready to snowfall it up. So on that note, it's your girl Shanice, and I'm out. Help you enjoyed the show with your girl Shanice.